We are live. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, welcome back to Quick Chats. Quick Chats is back, baby. And that's the happiest you're going to have. hear me say on this entire podcast. Yeah. Because we have a bit of a sad topic to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it's important that we talk about it. Um, it is. This past weekend, during Real Madrid's 1-0 loss to Valencia, um, star winger, 22-year-old Brazilian Vinny Jr., Vinicius Jr., uh, was subject to racist abuse from fans in the crowd. Uh, and while that in and of itself yep. is ugly, the reaction of the people around the sport has been uglier still. Mm-hmm. To see Vinicius later sent off in the same game, essentially just for protesting against being right. put in a headlock by the Valencia players. Hands, yep. To see Valencia players applauding their fans on social media, not all of them, but some of them. To see the president of La Liga essentially come out and blame Vinicius Jr. for the whole incident. To see fans defending racist chants as them just trying to get under the player's skin. It's all very tough to stomach. And it's really, it's absolutely mind-boggling to me that in 2023, in a Western country like Spain, that has as much development as they do, that this is so common that Vinny Jr. can come out and say, this isn't the first, this isn't the second, this isn't the third time. This is a common thing. I, I experience racism in La Liga all the time and they do nothing about it. It's right. it, it's just baffling. It just shows how far we are really from, from actually getting past this. We always talk about, yeah. oh, these racist this racist abuse is in the past, and sure it's gotten better over the past few decades, which you'd expect, but there's a long way to go. There really is. Um, and people talk about I mean, we we focus m- most of our podcasts on English football, um, you know, of course, but uh and and there are problems there. There are certain problems there that we've talked about many times, but it you know it, it's almost even worse in many other countries, um, and, and many of the of the big nations with you know in the top five leagues, the Spanish leagues, the Italian leagues in particular. Um, yeah, those two really, really across seem Europe and elsewhere as well. There's just so much, so many problems. I agree with you completely. I think the really concerning thing about about the Spanish and Italian leagues in particular is the willingness of the fans to defend their racist behavior. Mm-hmm. To say, oh, no, no, we're not being racist. We're just trying to to get in, in his head. That we're just trying to mess with him. But you, if you are. If you do that by being racist, then you are racist. Right. Like, if you're willing to... You can do that another way. racist abuse at anybody for any reason, then you're racist. Yeah. Football's passionate, and fans get passionate. Of course. Like, every fan base is like that. But people are able to do that without going, you know, without crossing the line. And fans just too often think it's okay to cross the line. And there's a reason that they think it's okay because they're they're almost encouraged to do it. Because when they do it, it works out for them. The player gets sent off. They don't get in trouble. The team doesn't get into trouble. Um, and nothing changes. And so yeah. they think it's okay and they just continue to do it. Yeah, and I, you're right because they are—they're being told this is okay. Essentially, I mean, mm-hmm. people's actions are louder than their words, even if their words were going against the racist abuse. Right. Um, I do think we need to highlight the fact that Real Madrid, as an organization, has taken a strong stance behind Vinicius Junior, and that has the potential. I mean, they have to. If they—if they're not going to take a strong stance, who is? 
for them, for, for, for Vinny. Nobody. I mean, even the, the president of Brazil has been involved and spoken out in support of Vinicius. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that this is going to become a problem for Spanish teams. I, mean, I, I think the big clubs and the small ones. Um, this is going to be a problem for Italian teams in the future as well. Black players are not going to want to go and play in a league where they know they're going to get racially abused. But the problem is it's everywhere. What, what league can you find that that does not exist? I mean, it does. You're you're correct. It exists everywhere. It's just more rampant in certain places, right? Of see the response of the establishment against that's, it because you're correct. It exists it everywhere. But the fact that that in this case the establishment is taking no steps to support mm-hmm. Vinicius Junior. Right. It's just his club. And granted, he plays for the most powerful political, politically the most powerful club on on the planet, probably. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's significance behind that. And the fact that Florentino Perez himself is speaking up for him, I mean, that's that's big. That's important. But it's not enough. Yeah. And you've got to think that, I mean, at least in the Premier League where we see fans who are, you know, throwing racial abuse at players are actually punished for it. Right. Not in every case, but in a lot of cases. That's got to make them feel somewhat better about you know i mean the players are financially contributing to those organizations every time they, they put their boots mm-hmm. on right yeah i think um th- there's also a bit of hypocrisy there uh in terms of florentino perez in terms of real madrid in this case but many teams because um if the roles are reversed and you know and it's real madrid fans shouting that to to um, other players, which has happened in the past, particularly, um, you know, um, there's one incident throwing where somebody threw a banana at Danny Alves. Um, there were there were certain other incidents. I forget what they were, but um, but you know, there's no speaking out from Florentino Perez in that case. He does it when it's his player, which he should. But he, but it should always be spoken out. There should always be unanimous support for the player who has been subject to this abuse. And, and there isn't. And it's only when it affects, you know, them on the field, it affects them financially. Um, and that is the problem here. That's a good point. It is self-serving to a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see this in, in every realm of, of sport, of politics. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard. It's hard to stomach this, that so many people could be so self-serving in a moment that is so not about them yeah it's just difficult to kind of bear witness to and really try and comprehend right but you've got to hope that you know this sets a precedent what? that Vinny Jr. can yeah. get can get some backing behind him and maybe Real Madrid as an organization can help make some changes in La Liga I yeah. think it require it would require a new president because this guy has proved that he's useless well yeah but but I, I think what, what I want to ask you this, how do they get to the bottom of this? How do they get to the root of this and, and fix it and make sure it stops happening? I think first you need to punish the club. In what way? Fans need to get fans need to get banned. Yeah. I mean, but when it's a whole group like that, you can't ban them all because you don't even know who right. they are. I mean, FIFA's, FIFA does this on the international stage. They banned the Hungarian fans for racially, like as a whole, they banned Hungarian mm-hmm. fans for racially abusing the English players. Yeah. They only let the, the players come and or the, the, the children come and watch the match and the children exactly. racially abuse the players too. Mm-hmm. So now fucking Hungary can't watch any games. Yep. And that's what it needs to be at least. That There should be yeah. point deductions. I, I think it's very harsh to say, 
But if you want those teams to those fans to really not do it, they should know if I do it, everyone else who's wearing the same colors as me is going to hate me because I'm fucking everyone over. Exactly. Exactly. These play these fans, they are this club over everything. That is their entire lives. They're okay going to prison, but they are not okay with their club failing. And they and they're it's unbelievable what an influence, you know, a, a football match has. Um, but it does. And, and especially on people like this who um, who will do anything for their club to be successful. And, yeah, I 100% agree. When people say they're banning a fan from the stadium, how are you supposed to enforce that? I, I, I've researched into that, and it's basically just that they, that they can't, uh, you know, if they happen to be caught in the stadium, then they get arrested for trespassing. But how the hell do you catch them? The only way to actually punish the fan is to punish the fans collectively. And by preventing yep. them from come to this, coming to the stadium completely, that is, I think, that in, and yeah, potentially point, point deductions are the only way to truly make change. And it's not impossible to do. We saw in Liga MX last season mm-hmm. when there was that riot in the Carataro versus Atlas match. Yep. Carataro and Atlas fans were banned from multiple matches consecutively. No going to the game at all. I don't see any reason they couldn't do the same thing to the Valencia supporters. Mm -hmm. There's absolutely no reason that isn't possible. Right. Oh, you want to racially abuse? Well, guess what? Everyone's getting refunded for their tickets. Stay the hell home. Yep. That's how it should go. Or don't refund the tickets. (laughs) Yeah, or don't refund the tickets (laughs) just stay home. But yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. There's not really a lot of people thinking about answers in the same way that we're going to speculate about them on this podcast, at least mm-hmm. not people in, in positions of influence. Yep. Um, so you just got to hope that moving forward, people are in the right positions doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Right. And hopefully players like Vinicius who are willing to speak out when they're racially abused, players like Wilfred Zaha, Marcus Rashford, Bakayo Saka, who have been open about the abuse that they've suffered and drawing attention to it can help us change the social norms because it's the only way. Right. Yeah. So I'm proud of Vinny Jr. for speaking out, advocating for himself. That's important. Uh, And I hope that he sees more support, which is what he should see moving forward. Yep. All right, mate. I'm right. Great talking to you. I'm glad we picked this one. This is good. Um, Very important conversation. Very important conversation. Need to make sure we have more of these as as a collective, as a podcast here. Maybe when we get our guests on, we can talk about stuff like this with them as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, good talking to you, bro. I'll slap this one out as soon as it renders. And uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Yes, sir. Have a good night, Josh. Good night.